So what is up guys? Welcome to episode 17 of the Amazon Hustle where you can learn how to take your Amazon side hustle and turn it into your main hustle. Hmm. I like that one. That one kind of rolls off the tongue. Let me know what y'all think about that. I mean, um, if you're watching on YouTube, then leave it in the comments. And if you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, then come over to YouTube and leave a comment over there because I'm trying to find a new tagline. Got to have it so where it's just like, welcome to the Amazon hustle. Bam, bam, bam. And you know what it is. But anyway, I don't want to take up too much of your guys' time because we have a great episode this week. We are interviewing Brandon. I met Brandon over a year ago when I was back heavy in the book game selling used books on Amazon and eBay. And Brandon is also a bookseller who sells on Amazon and eBay. Um, also, what is, what is interesting about him is he is a college student. He's, I believe he's 22. He's a full-time college student. And he is a six-figure Amazon slash eBay bookseller. And I admire how he's able to manage school, family, friends, um, a social life, and run a six-figure business, which is crazy. Because when I was 22 years years old, I was I was actually in the army when I was 22. I was getting out the army when I was 22 years old. I wasn't running no six-figure business though. I can tell you that now. So yeah, on this episode, we talked to Brandon. He talks about how he finds his books, what he looks for when he's finding his books, how he balances college and work, what his future plans are, and so much more. So if you are interested in uh, seeing how to balance your Amazon, like this is the thing, like a lot of people say, oh, I got a job or oh, I got kids or oh, I have this and I can't start my side hustle or I can't do this, which I always call a cap on that. It's people make time for what is important to them and it's just not important for you but i'm not trying to make this into some motivational podcast um episode just want to say there is no there's no excuse that i've heard to why you can't do it maybe you can't commit 30 hours a week but you can start with 10 hours a week and slowly increase that or do something like that but i'm but i'm going on a tangent and i'm getting off of what i'm talking to let's get into episode 17 and let's hear what brandon has to say about flipping books on amazon and ebay if you guys enjoy my podcast and you enjoy this episode please do me a favor if you are listening on apple Podcasts or spotify or one of the smaller podcast platforms do me a favor give this episode five stars share it to at least one other amazon seller that you know it would be really cool if you shared it on your socials. And if you're watching on YouTube, like this video, comment, and let me know that you like the actual episode. And let's get right into the episode now. All right, Brandon. So can you tell the people exactly who you are and exactly what it is that you do? Yeah, dude. So yeah, my name is Brandon Robles. I'm a 22-year-old college student. Uh, I've been selling uh, online on Amazon eBay for about three years now. Um, I particularly sell books on ebay right now um and i'm starting to do oa for uh amazon fba nice because i wanted to ask you about the whole books thing um when i like i still sell books i like the like the last time we did an um interview i was like 90 percent books now it's yeah. like 20 percent books and like 80 percent oa but That's i always up. yeah but i was always interested in how do you sell books on ebay because i tried that a couple of times and it was trash yeah bro like so honestly you know i've been doing i did books fba for probably the longest time out of my whole like reselling like career and like it's good it really is um it's just that the only problem i was starting to find out is like i was actually finding more profitable stuff on ebay kind of books mm -hmm. than fba so fba like for for me it's probably a different experience for everybody but i was finding like two three dollar profits then like five or ten dollar profits then you send them in 
you got to worry about Amazon if they damage them or not. Um, and then you got to worry about like even that. And then also like when it gets shipped, is it damaged? Like just all this stuff for like $5 profit. And like, so I, I always knew that that was the whole game for Amazon FBA books is like bulk. And I was definitely getting bulk. But when I started doing eBay, bro, like honestly, I was finding books that I wasn't, you know, profiting five, $10 profit. I'm, I'm profiting like $30 profit, $40 profit. Like I'm talking like $175 sales type thing. Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm starting to step into, I, I, so I clear out estate sales and I'm getting people's collections. So based off of that, if a lot, if it's a well-known person, um, I just had a whole estate sale. They had people uh, signed to actually a famous person that I went to there. Fam- like the famous person's house had famous people signed to them. Oh. So like that, you know, it's that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I just started finding that like higher profit for the eBay and I'm starting to do OA for the FBA side. When you're at these uh, state sales and you're looking for books, like, do you already know what you're looking for? Like, are you looking for like, do you already know? Or do you just scan everything? Or like, do you just take everything with you and then just throw the trash away? Or like, how, or, or, like how, how do you do that? Yeah, so for this last year and a half now, um, probably, I think I started doing it right when we first talked. Mm-hmm. But pretty much my whole business now was... Yeah, so I have a bunch of estate sale people uh, contact me, and um, pretty much they're calling me up and say, hey, look, we're having an estate sale. We have a ton of books. How about you come by before the sale, and maybe we could work a deal out. So what I'll do is I'll go over there, and um, I pitch myself basically saying, for, you know, I, I provide a service, and pretty much it is taking absolutely everything um, and getting everything off the shelf so you can put more valuable items like, you know, collectibles or whatever on their shelves for the estate sale. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I tell them, like, you know, the business over 60, 70 percent don't get sold and you're going to have to move them all yourself or you let me come by pre-sale. I'll take absolutely everything to that space. Um, and pretty much I act for the exchange of um, the convenience of clearing out everything and exchange. I'm asking for exclusivity. So every time they have books, they contact me every time. And I have about six to seven sources now that they're doing that. Um, so I, yeah, I was going to ask, I got two questions when, okay. The first one is when you have six or seven sources, how often are you going to these estate sales? Is it like once a week, twice a week, once a month? Like yeah, bro. Like it's why it's so weird how it works, but like some weeks I'll be absolutely slammed. Like um, I haven't done one for probably two weeks now, but I, I'm getting text messages all the time. Hey, here's a picture of these books. Are these good? And you know, I got to tell them like, I take, everything when I make a deal but if the whole deal is literally just novels or something that are like selling for like a dollar or two I'm like I'm not going to put my labor and my time and everything for that kind of profit I'm looking for you know antique books or 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 a specific niche or something like that right yeah um what's the biggest haul that you ever did or like rather like the biggest like in quantity or the biggest in like um monetary Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So my biggest one was actually literally the first one I ever done, which was 12,000 books. Shit. Uh, yeah, bro. And I, I think I spent $3,500 for those books. And, um, I, I think I talked about it last time, but like, I don't regret it because I learned so much from it, but at the same time, like I would literally not change a thing I did because I jumped in there, got the experience, but right now I would have offered like a thousand dollars or something right. like that. Um, for it because I actually made my money back. It didn't take long. I'm actually still selling books from that from two years, uh, a year ago or something like that, a year and a half. And like, and I, so I, um, I'm still making money off of it. It's just like, I'm trying to buy stuff for the cheapest I can. 
obviously to sell for the most I can, right? So that was the most I had. Um, and they range anywhere from like, I, I can get 500 a week. Um, literally a couple weeks ago, I got like 3000 in a weekend from two different houses. Um, and I moved them out. Um, and then I, and monetary wise, you said, so yeah. I purchased a lot, uh, and like a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was about 1600 of them and 92, it was, a, it was a set 92 of those 1600 books sold for 3000. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably like within two weeks. Of, and like, can I like, ask how much yeah. you paid for those uh, for like the whole lot? Uh, 900, 950 oh, wow. or something okay, like that. So you really made your money back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but bro, like, bro, I was like finding like $300 books, like all day, all the other books and stuff. You know what I mean? Right. That's just the game. Right. Um, What do you do when you have 12,000 books? Where do you store? Where do you store them at? And then what is your process of going through them? And then also how long does it take for you to go through those books? Yeah. So I'm not going to lie compared to the FBA game, like for books, like books, you scan, 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 done, done, done. These I'm like looking for signatures. I'm looking for first editions, um, obviously condition because these are more like collectors kind of books. So as I'm not doing FBA books anymore, my process is more of, all right, honestly, like if this novel isn't signed, dump, dump, and I'm trying to get through as efficient as possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for stuff like weird, like fly casting fishing books that I'm like, no way. And I look it up straight up going for like 150 um, signed one going for 250 that I found. Oh, wow. And it, it's just these, these collections of people's stuff that they buy that kind of stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of other items that it's just, it's just bizarre books that you, Oh yes. Like I had a house. It was a bunch of UFO books, okay. extraterrestrial, <laughs> like religious kind of like philosophy kind of things. And those things were selling 30, $40 a pop, oh, um, wow. I, you know, I was like less than a dollar. Um, so it's that kind of stuff. So, so my process is really opening up the boxes. Um, I try to do as much as I can without the phone to try to save time, ditch the ones that I know aren't signed or whatever. And then, um, for the, in, the interesting ones, I'll look them up on eBay and see what they're going for. Um, see what, like a first edition or whatever, things like that. Okay. Um, so if you get 300 books, maybe 50 of them, like you can actually sell, what do you do with the other 250? Do you have like another way of making money off of them or do you just take them to the dump yeah so i actually have um you gotta like get resourceful with it so a lot of times i will take them to like a goodwill or something like that to try to like just get rid of them but um i really try to recycle them for cheap because i know goodwill sells them for like two or three dollars a pop so i'd rather like give someone like a really good deal if they're just looking to decorate a shelf or something Mm -hmm. so i'll usually do like like five dollars a box or whatever which is like stupid cheap it's like I could fit like 30 books in a box or something. So it was like 20 or 30 cents or whatever, mm-hmm. like per book. So I just try to give people like really good deals. And so I had someone that was actually doing, um, uh, they had like wedding decorations. And so they were like doing books, like a book theme. So I sold them to like someone like that, or I just try to do that and just try to recycle them and, you know, not just throw them out or anything. I definitely don't throw them out. And then do um, you list them on eBay when you're doing like the little, like the um, boxes? Yeah, no, I actually do Facebook Marketplace. Okay, okay. And then um, they come pick them up? What, what's up? And and then they come pick them up from you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, we'll go meet somewhere or whatever, and, like, they'll tell me how many boxes they want, and um, um, they'll just let me know. I'll just load them up and get them out. Okay. Uh, it helps me just monetize it, but, again, I just I just don't want, you know, Goodwill selling for, like, three bucks a piece or whatever, you know? I don't want to jump off of books, but this is really um, – this is really in my head, so I want to get to a different topic. 
you said that sure. you're a college student. Um, yes. How do I put this? Because I don't want to offend you and I don't want to like sound bad when I say it, but you're making good money. So yeah. how does that work when you're in college, but you're already making money? Because I'm sure like a lot of your friends aren't doing what you're doing or don't have the, um, don't have the, I don't like, I don't want to say hustle, but don't have the business entrepreneurial thoughts that you have. So how do you, so how do you, cause, cause like they're both on two different sides. So how do you balance both of them? Yeah, no, it is work. I'm not going to lie. My whole philosophy behind like when I started my business and like, or like started just like doing garage sale stuff in 2019 or whatever, after I had like my job, I quit or whatever. Um, it was just getting ahead. Um, I, my, that's my whole goal was to get ahead. So like, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to like try to like act like I'm bragging or like, I think I'm like the, the stuff or whatever, but like, like, it, it's like every single day I'm either doing like classwork, you know, I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm doing books or I'm trying to learn a way. Like it's literally every day. It, it is work. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I don't think there's a day I'm, I, I don't work. And then mm -hmm. when it's a day I do not work, I feel guilty not working. I know that. So I think it's just like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like a mindset. Like there's nothing wrong with like the, like another mindset of just not having that, but like, it's just who I am. So yeah, like I, I am making money. My whole thing was to throughout college, um, like do that and just continue and trying to finish it up as quick as I can. But during that time, I'm also trying to make as much money as I can. Right. And my whole goal was either make as much money as I can and then move on or whatever, or the way it's just, everything's been going and stuff like it's going like pretty freaking good that like, I'll just run this business and that that's what I do or, or, or continue away or just whatever the heck I do. Um, and that was just my whole goal behind it. But yeah, yeah, it, it's, yeah. What are you in college in college for? So I'm studying finance actually. Oh, okay. Okay. That can, um, yeah. that can, that can, started, that can help you out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I decided that about like a year, you know, year and a half ago or so, just because like, I'm just interested in just like money and just making it flip kind of thing. You know what I mean? Kind of are you going to be like a that. CPA or like what? Yeah. So everyone asks me, I don't exactly know where I just know like it's a nice broad degree that like I can pretty much go anywhere and find something. So like people ask me that and I'm like, it's not that I don't know what I want, but like whatever opportunity pops up, I'm going to go for it. If that's the route I choose, you know, speaking of the route that you choose less, um, when do you graduate? You're graduating this year. So I believe, I believe fall of 2023. So probably a year or so. Okay. Um, at what point up until fall 2023, at what point do you think you'll know exactly what you're going to do? Do you already know what you're going to do or? No. Yeah. See, I, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Like, um, uh, no, nah, not really. It's, it's more of like where my business is at that point. Like if I'm like, if I can go get a job, like no, no matter what I do, if I go get a career job or something like that, I'm going to be hustling on the side until right. that side hustles subsidized and pretty much how much I'm making off of that. Like I'm on my own business, no matter what. Right. But if I have to go get a job somewhere until that time comes, I will absolutely do that. Um, obviously the goal is just to be my own boss. That, that's just, that's just something I absolutely love. Even though I pretty much work all the time, I love the decisions, the, the, the option to make that decision. The thing so. I like about being my own boss is that, yeah, it's 100% true that we work more, but you get to choose when you work. You get to yeah. choose how long you work. You get to choose when you work. You get to choose where you work. You don't have to answer to nobody else. You don't have to ask anybody else anything. So yeah, it's more work, but you get to pick how you do that. No, it, bro, it's true. Like, like it, it is more work. You have to like just toughen yourself up, get some tough skin, 
and like build your mindset up. But like literally I'm at the point now because I don't know if I've just been so aggressive or it's always been like that. I feel like it hasn't. Like early college, I was not like how I am now. But like literally, like I said, if I am not working, like I feel guilty. I'm like, no, let me check a chill down, but play some video games, hang out. And I'm like, but I'm looking at my phone at the sales or like I'm trying to list something and I'm like, I just can't step away from it. And I'm like, it's just the mindset that I have. But I completely agree with you that like, I'm pretty much working every day because that's just how I choose to do it. But like when the time comes when I want to go hang out with friends or go on a vacation, that's my decision. I don't have to ask nobody. So like, yeah, I might be working all the time, but when I want off, I get off. You know right. what I'm saying? So that that's just what, that's my appeal to it. So to play devil's advocate, if you love all that so, so much, how do you think it's going to, like, how do you think that's going to change if you decide to go and go back into the workforce? Do you? Yeah. So that's pretty much where I'm going to be like, you know what? I need to go get something that's like stable until I get, I, I build up something for myself that ends up being stable. Mm-hmm. But at that point, again, it's like, I'll be like, if I have to, I'll, I'll go into the workforce and then my five to nine at night, I'll be hustling on what I need to do in order to make it happen for myself. Right. So I don't care. I don't care if it's, if it like in, in 15, 20 years or whatever, if it's literally not flipping books, but it's flipping houses or something, that's what I'm going to be doing. So that brings up two different yeah. questions. The The first one you said flipping houses. So you already see you moving into other business um, in business endeavors, not just doing eBay and Amazon. Like you see bigger things. For sure. Absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. Not that like, not that I'm like, going to step away from this at all like it's going good but like yes exactly like no matter what it is I'm always going to have a side hustle regardless if it is selling online or something else I'm always going to like find something so absolutely I I plan on taking the money I build up in 10 years and start putting that into other stuff that makes me money that's super super smart because um that's the way I see it like I the only reason like I said that I do 80 percent OA but I spent so much time learning how to do books and I got my system down to the way I like to do it. I don't see, I don't see the point in me just leaving that money on the table. Like I know how to do it now. And my goal now is just to get it up to where I can teach somebody else to do it so that they can go do it for me. And then I still can make money when I'm doing OA and I'll learn OA all the way down and then get somebody else to do that. And I'll move it to real estate or like whatever else it is. But I always want to have those things like going and I just want to be able to just check in on it. Yeah, bro, it's assets. Like we're learning skills that you have you have to learn in order to do it. And like pretty much, I'm not gonna say I'm like a pro at books at all. Like I know some people that just know a ton of stuff off of books, but like I get to the point where I walk in a house and I know what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. So it makes it easy. I'm like this, and then I get them to my house or my storage or whatever. And yeah, like I mean that I I just I know what I'm doing. And that's again, I'm trying to do that with OA too. So um I, I already have go ahead. No, no, no. I was I was gonna ask you, um Earlier, you said that your mind, that um, your mind state, that your mind state changed because at the beginning you weren't really like that. So, do you know what happened to make that change? Yeah, um, because like, I I remember there was days where I was running my, like I was run, like like the first months I was I was flipping stuff by garage sales and stuff, and like I would go there on a Saturday morning, and then like I'd catch myself playing video games on a Monday at like. 1 p.m. type thing in the middle of the day and then I'm like I should be working though and literally I think that like I, I came to realization which is why I love you know running my own business and stuff is the more work you put into it the more results and better better uh uh just more money you're gonna make you know what I mean right. so once yeah. I understood that I'm like okay so if I want this to actually work I need to actually put in the work 
And um, once I did that and I really started seeing success of, yeah, I am listing stuff every day or, and, and I'm shipping stuff every day and I start seeing those numbers go up. It's like, that's what I love about it. Like you, you, there, there's limitless potential. You learn how to systemize something, you outsource something and you get it going. Like you're saying, where you get someone else to do it for you. Limitless, absolutely limitless. There's not like a set salary or anything like that. Um, it, it's just, you can, you, you know, to the moon. Exactly. So, yeah. Are you doing this solo or do you have some type of help or employees? So only up until three, three and a half months ago, maybe two months ago, um, I got some, some listers for okay. eBay. And um, that's just, I mean, I, I listed all the way up until that point, this whole time I had it, but pretty much they list all my books for me um, through, through drafts that I set up and I'll go ahead and price the books, but they'll do the pictures, titles, um oh so uh, this like is physical people like people that that come to your storage and like actually do it yeah 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 okay yes they're actually there's they're some friends that i have um okay. and so yeah they'll come over and they'll they'll work for a couple hours and and dude I'll, like i'm telling you right now like i was listing like 10 or 15 a day but that takes an hour or something like that every single day now they're coming over they're have they're energized because i'm not handling this business thing, this business thing, and listing, they're coming over there energized, ready to work. They'll go three or four hours listing like, you know, 80 to a hundred books for oh, wow. like uh-huh. in a day type thing. They, they, that's, that's, that's more than I can do in low key, like a week or two, like trying to balance everything. So like, you know, so um, it completely works out great. Um, they're awesome. And I, I'm starting to understand business, you know, outsourcing, systemizing things, that's all experiences that I wanted from this whole thing, which like, regardless of is this business or another business, right. learning just the basics of a business. Exactly. So. Um, speaking of like you having friends, um, what do your friends think about you and your business? They, they, they're super supportive, bro. Like they're real cool about it. Um, they, I mean, I, they, and I appreciate it, but they're always like, bro, like you motivate me to like go out and work and like get my own type thing because how much you're working and stuff. And it's just cool. Like they're super supportive. Um, um, I guess I motivate them because how hard I work, they want to work harder. And then in return, like them, like me, like encouraging people, I guess, motivates me to keep on going. Cause I'm like, wow, I guess I, I don't give myself as much credit as I should. Cause I am putting in the work. So it's, it's just nice. And they're real supportive. It's, it's awesome. That's dope. Um, if I was a new seller, I mean, this is an Amazon podcast but we could talk about ebay ebay also if i was a new seller and i was interested in selling and selling books how would i go about doing that yeah no i mean i i am not like 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 talking bad about like fba books i would probably suggest that like if you're talking you want to do amazon start with books 100 percent. actually i am selling books on amazon but it's ones that i kind of deem that are new more so um like that are just really good condition Mm-hmm. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with used books on FBA. It was just more of the business model that I'm doing with eBay. Course, but I would 100% start with FBA because it's super straightforward. You get yourself used to the platform. Uh, you get yourself used to sales ranks and what that means. Um, and just the whole process of processing items and sending them in. So I would 100% start with books for FBA and 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 build up capital and, and learn the, the platform. There's absolutely nothing wrong with Amazon books. So how much do you think I would need to start selling books on Amazon? Like what? Oh, dude, like as a, as a starter? 
let's say I had a laptop, I had a printer, I had my phone. So I got money to just invest into inventory, but I don't have that much money. Like what is like, what do you think is the, um, I wanted to say it in German shit. What do you think is like the, um, fuck, what is the English, the English word? The, um, minimum. What is the minimum oh, that you think that I should have? I got you. No, um, dude, like, like, like out of my fast food job, I literally, I think I had like, I had $200 and that I didn't spend $200, but I had $200. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to garage it. So I was picking them up for a dollar, like low key, bro. You could start with a dollar if you really wanted. But like, if you had like five or $10, I was really going with like $10 in my hand, mm-hmm. finding a toy, buying it for like five, selling for 25, took that on profit. Ebay. Like it took a long time, huh? Or on eBay. Yeah, like, like on eBay specifically. Right. Uh, I guess that's how I, I started with eBay, went to Amazon, and I just flip flop. But like, if you're talking talking Amazon, you can sign up for a free account. Um, the Amazon app is free, um, and and you can go to these garage sales. And honestly, like, if you really really push it, and I've had a lot of times, like, I get books for free at garage sales or like twenty five cents. Like, you can walk in with five bucks and get a bunch of profitable books that'll make you like, I mean, twenty five dollars, literally up to a hundred, depending on the book. That's the beauty of books, right? Um, and you right. know that. And um, so, like, I mean, that that's just what it is. That that's why books is so so good. Like with OA, I'm finding that like, yeah, you're putting up a lot of capital, not making a lot of profit, but that's you roll it over. That's the game. Books, like, if you don't have a lot, like you know, like you you have like literally a hundred dollars, fifty dollars to start out with, you can literally do it like that with no problem. You know, I'm putting together yeah. my first course now, and the whole um base of the course is starting with books to build up your your money and then taking that to go over into doing retail arbitrage or to do online arbitrage and it's not just about if you have like a little bit of money like i would even recommend somebody if they had two thousand dollars i still would recommend that they start with books because it's such a low investment and with amazon compared to ebay ebay is pretty straightforward take your pictures list it look at the last um item sold in, in the last 30 or 60 days kind of like it's like pretty much simple but when you get to amazon there's so many different moving parts that you don't want to have to learn the whole platform of it and then have to worry about all the money that you in, invested into this inventory because when you first start out you really don't know what you're looking at you could be looking yep. like at all these videos but sourcing like real life is it's like really hard to do at first so just start with books learn that whole thing and then once you feel comfortable with it and you're making 500 600 every couple of paychecks then you can take that money and then go over to doing retail arbitrage or to doing oa yeah no bro books are the lowest by cost by far like you're right like you don't want to do like a, a oa product and spend like 300 dollars mess it up somehow with like i don't know like you accidentally priced it low or something and you're like breaking even like it's just wasted time mm-hmm. books is the only thing you can walk into a, a library sale or something like that or a goodwill and like drop like 10 15 and literally walk out with like hundreds of dollars profit yeah it's, like, exactly it's like exactly, product. exactly. Yeah. and that's like i think that's one of the main reasons why i can't give like fully give up on books because i can literally if i have five thousand dollars this month that I want to buy on inventory, I can take like 300 of it and then like make some good profits with like that book. So like, why would I give it, like give it up? I just, I just don't get it. Exactly. That, that's why I loved about it. Cause again, I started with 200, but I was spending like 10 and still making like the profit makes sense for like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was great. Um, so yeah, I would well, like anytime I recommend any kind of beginner, like start with books a hundred percent. 
it, it's a low hanging fruit. It's just the mm-hmm. best way. What made you want to get into doing online arbitrage? So I've been wanting to, so when I first started, I wanted to do private label. Um, so I just want to be able to work from the computer and that whole vibe. And then I realized like, I did not like, again, I had $200. You need like some pretty good capital, like to start that up. And I'm like, all right, so I need to find something else. So that's when I got into the books, um, completely paid off, still doing it. And, um, I just, I, now, um, I'm here and I'm doing it and, um, it requires work, but like, again, like the, the money is like, is great for like, just, just some trading paper for paper is how I say it. But like, um, but I, I want to do something for the computer too. Like, so pretty much I'm at the point where like, I, I, I have money and it's kind of just sitting there. So I'm looking to start making like investments kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I want to do it from the computer. Like, it's just like, I'm, I'm kind of digging it because like you're going on there and you're finding something that you're doing, you know, 30, 40, 50% ROI, sometimes even doubling your money um, real quick. Yeah. And that's what I kind of yeah. liked. I wanted to, to get faster moving items and I'll get my money quicker. Um, books, you're spending low, but it, they're just slower sellers they're naturally. slower moving inventory. That's the main reason yes. why I decided to move over to doing online arbitrage. Because with books, the investment is low and the profits is high, but they don't sell as fast. They're like books are like really slow moving inventory and you have to have a whole bunch of inventory to, to like make daily sales. Like you got to have thousands. That's why it's bulk. To, to, yeah, exactly. But with online arbitrage, the investment is higher and the profits is lower, but the amount of volume that you're able to turn over, you can literally spend money today. And then in two weeks, you can get that money back. If you're getting like items that are like, um, actually moving. Correct. Exactly. A hundred percent. That That's, that, that's why I'm, I'm like looking to do it is because I'm looking to, you know, drop $400. I don't know. Like if you're talking 50% ROI, get 200 back or whatever, but you can get that back. If it's the right product literally within days. Like mm-hmm. you said, like after two weeks of get processed, boom, boom, boom. Literally. I had one product that, yeah, I bought it in two hours. It, it sold all of them out already. And, um, like, it wasn't like I might spend a little, like I, I made like $18 a product. I think there's like 10 of them, but it's like 180 in like two hours. You know what I'm exactly, saying? Exactly. So it's like, you know, just doing things like that. And then you're starting to build it up and a bunch of products in that. That's why I, I right now I'm going to really, really try to do both for sure. Just because high profits with the book, with the books, faster selling stuff with OA. Like I feel like it's a good mix. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm right there with you. Are you planning to do the prepping yourself or are you going to use a prep center? Yeah, right now I'm doing the prepping myself because I'm trying to focus on learning uh, how to source for OA. Yeah. And um, so I'm just like trying to get that skill set down. So once I'm finding so much stuff that like it's taken to, like I could be like at the point where, you know, I could be finding a ton of stuff versus prepping it myself, I'll probably jump into the fulfillment center. Right. But right now um, I'm just doing it myself. But I heard so many good things about, about a fulfillment center. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. When I first started, like I've been doing OA for about three months now. And when I first started, I thought I would just sit down. I would use seller amp. I would use keeper and the products would just be coming. But bro, like the first time I sat down, I sat down for like three hours and I didn't find nothing. Cause it's such a sourcing online arbitrage is such a skill 
I don't even want to say it's a skill. It's a muscle. You, you have to keep doing it. And then the more that you work it, the bigger that it gets. So now I'm like, now I have my list of sites that I know if I go here, I'm probably going to be able to find something. So now it's more worth it. But when you first start out, that's, that shit takes a lot of work and like a lot of, yep. but I mean, I'm low key. yeah, I'm low key. Like I'm in my first like month, month and a half in it. So like, I'm like at that stage about what you're talking about. And so I'm like in the learning process. So I'm learning you know, low hanging fruit things that you can do to just maximize profit or just simply find profitable items. So I'm like in that stage right now, but like I was listing like for like a, a lot of hours a day. Cause I'm just, again, experienced. I'm just trying to get repetition in, but my reps in kind of thing. Um, but like I end up like, and I hope like they all sell type thing, but like there's days like I do it and my low key finding like $600 potential profit, mm-hmm. like $900 potential profit. That'll be fast moving. So um, I don't want to assume anything. That's why I'm just saying potential profit. But I'm like, oh, like I get good at this kind of thing. I see the potential. Like you can look and find thousands of profit a day if you know what you're doing. Exactly. I got this um, group that I kind of host with um, other online arbitragers. And they, they're like the stuff that they be finding. Like one dude, he spends like $3,000 a day just like buying stuff. Like he says that is he... Well, he well he doesn't spend three thousand dollars a day every day, but he says that if he doesn't spend three thousand dollars in that day, then it was a bad day for him. Oh man, yeah. I heard yeah, like you gotta spend a lot to to make yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's, it's that's crazy. all. Of, it's all based off of confidence, and that's what I'm trying to build up myself. But like, it's like three thousand a day. I mean, like, there's like some people that are really dropping like a hundred thousand a month type thing. Like, yeah, some yeah. crazy stuff. And it's just like, wow, that's crazy. But like, when you know what you're doing and like, yeah, I'm going to make money back on that money. It's just like, it's like nothing. Like, you, if you, you know, if you know, you're making, like, you got all the data there. You got all like how much, how time, how, how many times it sells. You got like, uh, how, how much it's going to sell for at a certain time of year. You got everything. It's just all data. It's not like guessing. Exactly. So it's just an investment, but like highly educated investment. Exactly. The last question that I ask people that come on my podcast is, do you think anybody could start start selling on Amazon and become a full-time seller? Or do you need to have like a special skill or like a special talent to be able to do this? No, bro. I think, I think literally anybody can do it. You just have to understand like the mindset that we talked about earlier. You have to understand it takes work, but that's just any business. And like the beauty of this is that if, if you can develop that mindset and you, you, you put in the work, um, there's, there's just, I mean, through your videos, I have some videos up that are just for beginners. Like the information is completely free that you can find all this stuff. Like there's like no, like, like bear, like, like pay to play kind of thing. Like you really could learn this all for free online. And if you just put in the time, that's the only thing that you have to do really. And just, and just stay optimistic. I I really do believe anybody can do it, but you have, it's, it's really all about this. I'm learning that it's all about your mindset and how serious you are and dedicated you are. Okay. Um, Brandon, where can the people get in contact with you or just follow your um, journey yet? Yeah, bro. So um, uh, I'm on Instagram at the Brandon Robles. And um, I also have a YouTube that's centered around beginner booksellers um, to help them get started. And um, yeah, you could just send me a DM on there. If you have any questions or you just want to connect, like just reach out and I'm I'll always be responding. There we have it, folks. That was episode 17 with Brandon, who is an Amazon and eBay bookseller. Really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, like it. If you're on YouTube, give it five stars. If you're on a podcast platform, and I'll catch you guys next week for episode 18. Peace out.